Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Ashleen. And I am Gracie. Are you? Yes. I don't Why believe you. Why do you keep asking me if I'm ready and if I am who I am? I, I am who I am, Gra- Ashleen. Jesus. Is that who you are, though? Yes. Okay. I am. Okay, we're just, we're just <laughs> establishing this. Anyways, so it is a podcast where me and Gracie talk shit but also feminism it's kind of a thing it's in the name i don't even know if we're good at it anymore but um this week we're doing the water boy or no wait yes shape of water no (laughs) hco just add water absolutely not (laughs) but i like that one it has mermaids in it nope we're on adam sandler movies still ugh Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm just grateful it's not Joe Dirt. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's like, true. Ashleen was like, "Yeah, we gotta do Joe Dirt. We gotta do Joe Dirt." And then I was like, "I, I can't. I don't have the strength." <laughs> <laughs> she, she pretty much begged me behind the scenes. She was like, "Ashleen just wanted to do please. it where she could repeat, I'm your sister. That's why.' And that's not." Listen, well, I'm I not- just wanted to make jokes about how you shouldn't fuck your sister or your cousins. Don't fuck your cousins. Don't. It's the number one rule. <laughs> We're going to have to eventually put that on some merch. If we ever get the if we ever get the listenership for it. Yeah. That is that is our first t-shirt. Don't, Don't fu- fuck your cousins. Okay, I feel like we might have to keep it a little bit more family. We put an adderisk. Yeah. We'll put, a, we'll put a little star. Little star to say, don't fuck your cousins. Yeah, exactly. Um, so today we're doing The Waterboy. Uh, this movie uh, has a Rotten Tomato score of 35% critical and 71% audience. Budget for it was about $23 million. Ended up making $161 million domestically and like 183 worldwide. Made a lot of money. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um it was also fun fact, it is um Ebert's Roger Ebert's at uh, least ten yeah, worst. One, one of the one of the ten worst ten worst movies. So that's a thing. <laughs> yep. Um it was written by Tim Herlihy, who also wrote on Happy Gilmore, Pixels, and The Wedding Singer, also written by Adam Sandler. It was based off of some of his SNL skits, apparently, um, which was a surprise to me because I thought it was a parody of Forrest Gump. I thought so, too. (laughs) Like, Ashley and I were watching it yesterday, and I was like, do you not get Forrest Gump vibes? Which we'll get into later, but, like, that's what I thought. But no, it's based on some SNL sketches. Uh, cast includes Adam Sandler as Bobby. Of course, he's been in The Water Boy, which is what we're talking about, Gracie. <laughs> You're so freaking stupid. The Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates, uh, The Click. Um, the, sorry, The Click? Kathy, cl- no, Click. You said The Click. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kathy Bates plays Mama. Uh, she's been in Titanic, Fried Green Tomatoes. This woman has won an Oscar. Misery for misery. She's a she's yeah, a goddamn uh, Oscar winner. She has won Emmy Awards, Golden Globes, and she is in this movie. She does a fine listen, job, honestly, though. Listen, Kathy Bates in this movie is a fucking treat. Yeah. She steals every scene. Oh, she's absolutely. In. She does such a good <laughs> job. Like it, she brings it to the table. <laughs> she she committed more than was necessary. Um, Henry Linkler Henry Winkler plays Coach Klein. Uh, he's known for for playing the Fonz on Happy Days. Ay. Sorry, hey, hey, pew pew pew. Wait, no, that's not part of it. Hey, <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, also, he was in Scream and Arrested uh, Development. Yes. Uh, Faruza Balk plays Vicky Valancourt. She was in Return to Oz, The Craft, Almost Famous. Uh, she has won an Independent Spirit Award. She was in American you know? History X. Like, she's been in, like, top-tier movies. And then this. 
I have to say, though, this is not as cringy as I remember. There's definitely things in it that made me wince. Oh, yeah. But it was still funny. Oh, yeah. Like, I enjoyed this more than when we watched Happy Gilmore. I agree. I, I You know what? Like, um, there were actual funny moments in this that I was like, okay, not as, you know... But yeah, and and some of the physical comedy, like it, it was, it gr- some of it was gross out humor, but it was obvious that someone had cut off the gross out humor to just enough. Yeah, to just enough because if you let Adam Sandler do gross out humor, it's it's too. Much. Oh yeah, yeah, but <laughs> someone definitely cut that. <laughs> uh, so talking about the movie we're going to start uh so bobby uh gets picked on a lot by the football team players at university of uh louisiana and then the coach fires him uh and this is where i put in my notes that wow he rides a lawnmower just like forrest gump yep um Uh, so he lives with a very overprotective and extremely religious mother helen and he believes that his father uh Robert Sr. died of dehydration in the Sahara Desert while serving in the Peace Corps back in the late 1960s. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he is um doesn't have what you call the social skills. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was interesting that he almost presents as some form of autistic. Uh, I was thinking, like, Asperger's. Yeah, which is on the autism spectrum. Asperger's is. And because, you know, she talks about how he doesn't have social skills. He does have a speech impediment. He's not a very physical person. Yeah. You know? Um, And he's, he's, like... It felt like that's what it was like, and obviously they're making fun of it in a way, but not really. I mean, that's the thing. He is the main character, and this is like his hero story. So, I it, yeah. If anything, though, this movie does remind me of um, uh, Rudy. <laughs> Fair. It, it's kind of like, which is hilarious because the guy who played Rudy was also in an Adam Sandler movie. Um, and the guy that played uh, in that Adam Sandler movie as his dad is in this movie as a Cajun guy. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, also, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was like another thing. T- oh, shit. That was him. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the thing <laughs> I was trying to say um, is the part where he's uh, like watching um the wrestling or whatever right and right. his favorite wrestler captain insano goes on right and he's like hey do you need a water boy and captain insano is like ha oh, that's cute kid how old are you like 12 13 um 31, like 31 years, years old. old and then they start laughing and they're like ah that guy's definitely a virgin i i have to say no that was pretty don't do yeah that. that's pretty fucked up like because it's very ableist because there are people who are that age who you know like they still like wrestling or they're it's, it's also it's it's also not able i didn't think of it much as ableist as i did um like asexual people like that too like that's what i thought i was like you fucking piece of shit. Like, I felt like that was, like, a moment where I was like, come on. Yeah. It's it's cringy. Also, a lot of the humor um, isn't necessarily where he's the butt of the joke, but he is used as the butt of the yeah. joke. You know? Uh, a lot of the football players treat him like shit. Yeah, at the beginning, definitely, um, like, where he's like, looks like you could use a shower, stinky. And he, like, sprays him with water, yeah. right? And he's like, hey, don't, like, waste the water. Because, like... I do think that if this wasn't an Adam... It was not an Adam Sandler movie, it would be, like, a really meaningful movie about how you can overcome adversity and become something great, yeah. you know? 
I feel like if this wasn't a comedy, like it could be edited very easily to be uh, a underdog story, which I guess is the point. Yeah, you know. So, um, so he's like looking for a new job as a water boy, right? So he ends up uh, going to this other university, and it's uh, the South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs, and he's hired as the team's water boy, and the Mud Dogs. Have lost 40 games in a row, which I guess is bad. I don't know anything about football. Uh, yeah. The cheer, the cheerleaders are alcoholics. Or <laughs> Hi, sorry about the technical difficulties, but... <laughs> anyway, oh, so cheerleaders, they're alcoholics, and the players are forced to share equipment due to budget cuts. Oh my god, I about freaking puked when yeah, they exchanged... Just- the, the jock cu- strap. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was, was disgusting. So gross. Like, that was against two different sets of balls. <laughs> <laughs> balls, Gracie. Yeah, yeah. My, balls. uh, my, <laughs> uh, my thing was like, Reusing tra- reusing jock straps, I fucking can't. That's what I wrote in my notes. It was so gross. It was pretty gross. <laughs> so this new team, they tease him, uh, especially like the one Hold guy. Hold on, Angeline, who- pause. All the mic is picking sakes. up all this, Mama. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You when you open my door, I didn't say anything. The door creaked. I can't help that. I can't help it that I need you one time out of a thousand times that you've done this shit. Hey, Ashley. Hello. This is a brand new one. Oh, well, cool. Maybe I'll use that. We'll be done soon. We're almost well, done with this one. I'm not worried about it, Gracie. Did you wash the dishes and clean the kitchen? Yeah, yet? I've done that. i got to put the dishes up when I, when I finish. All right. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, you're gonna have a lot to edit on this one. That's okay. It's <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, he's at the like the new team. They tease him, and the one guy that's prominently teasing him is actually, I'm pretty sure, a friend of Adam Sandler's, because uh, he's in every fucking movie too. Isn't he the caddy guy from Happy Gilmore? No, no, maybe that's a different. No, that's another guy that's in every oh, single he was movie. The, he was the one that was at the front desk in 50 First Dates. Yes. That's yeah. who that was. Yeah, because the <laughs> other guy, I think the caddy guy was the one who in 50 First Dates was like, Hi, I'm Hi. Tom. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, the one that looks like the budget uh, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Doesn't he? Yes. He looks like a really bad version of Bradley What about Cooper. the guy that's cross-eyed? I know I've seen him in other movies. Oh, yeah. He, well, he played the um, the uh, transgender person in Fifty First Dates. Oh. Yeah. Nice. A, yep. At, again, like, since we're revisiting that, at least she was accepting. But yeah, also, that's true. Yikes. Um, yikes. Okay, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, the cross-eyed guy, he's in it, too, but, like, that one guy does not like him and keeps yelling at him and making fun of him because he's got a stutter and stuff. Yeah, and calls him Needle Dick. Needle Dick, Needle Dick. (laughs) Oh, my God, my favorite, my favorite, like, thing that pissed him off was Gatorade. (laughs) You and everybody. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Water sucks. It really, really 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 sucks. sucks. Water (laughs) sucks. It really, really sucks. It did make me laugh. It's so stupid. Um, It's so dumb. It really is. It's like uh, the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, uh, but Bobby does meet Derek, who's very nice to him. He's the kicker, so he doesn't really do anything except kick the ball. So that he's like, here, here, I'll share my helmet with you. Um, You know, after uh, Bobby relays his uh, strength by tackling the guy that was picking on him. Yeah. And then the coach is like, I found my answer. Well, and- that was after like they were making fun of him and the coach is like, well, you, you, can't, you can't just let them make fun of you. You have to 
you know, stick up for yourself. yourself. Stick up for yourself, right? And he like becomes like a fucking choo-choo train. I don't know. Yeah, like he he fucking lands that hit, like, rah, knocks the dude out. Yeah, well, there's the part where he's like, he's like, who, who, who dare, who dare? And then everybody's like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Bobby is like, no, I can't do it. My mom will be like, absolutely fucking not. Right? Oh my god, um, this but this coach, was the funniest part of the movie when Coach goes to visit with Mama yeah. and Bobby. I yeah. laughed so hard. He he's like, well, which uh, which part of the snake am I eating? And she goes, well, snakes don't have pots, but if I had to gather, I'd say you was eating one of his knees. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Kathy Bates did a fucking amazing job. Uh, he got and lost I- in the middle of the Sahara Desert and died of the hydration. <laughs> Dad of the dehydration. And then there was another part where there's like, hey, so um what's for uh what's for dessert? Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> oh no. Poor Sandy. What? Sandy cheeks. It was a SpongeBob joke. Oh Don't come for me. Don't um, come for me. So And then after Bob was like, Oh, I got you know, one of them headaches. I'm going to bed. So she goes in her room and uh Oh know, my the- god, that's when yeah, that's when Coach Klein is like, you know, my mom told me not to get a tattoo of Roy Arborson. She said it was a bad idea. And then he like goes over and undoes his pants and then you see pulls, his ass. You see his butt and it's got Roy Arborson on his ass and he's like, Well, well mama, mama don't, don't who, know, no, won't hurt, won't hurt her. her. <laughs> Fucking so the next movie yeah so the next day bobby goes to play football and you know Derek lets them lets him share their helmet and everything yeah um (laughs) and there's this part where the guy where the coach is like you know I'm not telling you to go on a shooting rampage when he's telling like bobby to use his energy you know like Oh, no, that was earlier uh, when he first says you got to defend yourself. He's like, I'm not telling you to go on a shooting rampage. And I was like, ooh, the year <laughs> after this was Columbine. <laughs> no. No, yeah. it was the same year. It was this the same was af- year. This was after Columbine. Oh, fuck. That's a this, bad joke. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> April. it was in April when, there, when it was Columbine, I'm pretty sure. No. No, this was before Columbine. Yeah. Because Columbine was, was in 1999. Yeah, and this, this is came out in 98. Yeah, but like, ooh. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> that, that, that joke, I actually wrote it down because it was like, ooh, no, that's not good. Um, it's like, so, that shit does happen. <laughs> yes. So Bobby has to learn how to channel his aggression, right? And at first, he's not, like, doing it properly. And so... The coach figures out that the way to get Bobby to tackle someone is for t- is to get Bobby to imagine that they're insulting him or insulting his mama. And so the guy, he's like, no, you're not going to do that. And the guy's like, do what? And then Bobby, bam, hits him so hard he sees stars. Like, I'm surprised they didn't put animations in of Tweety Birds, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is. Um, so then there's also, because of this or whatever, right, uh, he starts going to, like, college. Oh, the Colonel becomes, Sanders scene. Oh, fuck, that's, like, the best fucking scene. <laughs> Medulla, Medulla Oblongata. It's like, uh, what was it? Where does happiness come from? Well, happiness comes from... Fuck, I can't remember Little, exactly. little drops of sunshine. He's like, uh, well, mama's rum again. Yeah, because... Uh, no. Because Bobby answers the question about where, why are alligators so pissy? And he's like, mama says alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. A lot of mama-isms. Which is, again, another thing that made me think it was a Forrest Gump parody. Because everybody knows Forrest Gump, right? Mama yeah. always said, life was like a box of chocolates. Mama always said, stupid is, stupid does. Yep. 
This is why I thought it was a Forrest Gump parody. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, they end up going on, like, a winning streak. But, like, he also um, reconnects with his childhood crush, Vicky Valancourt. Alex, thank you, Pete. <laughs> who, um... She's <laughs> trouble. <laughs> who has been to prison multiple times. And yeah. Helen has forbid Bobby from seeing her because... Girls are the, the devil. devil. That was actually a really good impression, Ashley. Do it again. Okay. Little girls are the devil. The devil. The devil. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Okay. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention in that winning streak, though, was where it said mud. the mud dogs clip Clemson 6-3. Okay. <laughs> Clemson and Carolina are the teams in South Carolina. And I can tell you right now, the Mud Dogs would have never touched Clemson. (laughs) And I'm not even a Clemson fan. I'm a Carolina girl. Go Cox. Sorry, say that again? (laughs) I can't. I only had one take in me. Uh, Go go Cox. Go Cox. Hey, they're called the Gamecocks. I'm not being dirty, you creeps. (laughs) love my gamecocks uh anyway i just thought that was i like gamecocks too Uh uh-huh that you do anyways (laughs) i hope i hope my parents never listen to this shit (laughs) so (laughs) i make a lot of jokes about how i'm a bit of a whore but like i'm not at all um, um, Vicky ends up uh, going to like eat dinner with Bobby and his mama and then like they have a fight over Bobby and like his mom is saying the most like embarrassing things about him well, what, what was the thing it was like um, well did he ever tell you about his stinky feet <laughs> I like stinky feet <laughs> it's like um, well did you know that he wears pajamas uh, with a cartoon um, character by the I name of cartoon. De- a Deputy Dog. I think Deputy Dog's very, very sexy. <laughs> did he Did he tell you about his little bedtime problem? That's Whoa. a sheet over there. <laughs> and then she's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, but that's the thing. It's like a fucking huge sheet with like covered in piss. <laughs> yeah. Why is it so funny? I don't know. But uh, anyway, Bobby's like, yeah, I'm going to go in the house now. And then <laughs> Vicky and his mama get into it. And, you know, Vicky's like, you just need to let him grow up. And she's like, you, you the devil. And then she's like telling Bobby, you come on in here now. She's going to, she's going to cast a spell on you. <laughs> Oh well, well, that's the thing. She likes um, like horoscopes astrology. and stuff, and astrology. Which, I mean, like every thirty-year-old woman loves astrology. I too, like that so. joke he made about how maybe they're just being vague, where they can't be called phony. <laughs> and I was I'm, like, nail on head. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's well, why I, I've, got so a, I've got a little bit of a story, and I know, like. I know I'm going off into a fucking tangent, but like, it's me. Um, <laughs> but the other day they had a psychic on the radio show that I work at, right? Oh, no. oh yeah, and she was going about like how you know giving like advice to people on the radio or whatever. And I guess this guy called in, uh, and he had made up like an entire story, and like like it was very convincing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and full on like, you know, uh, she told him that he was going to get like her his fourth degree ba- black belt or whatever. Right. And everybody was happy or something. And it turns he called up later and he was like, yeah, so I was just bullshitting. <laughs> like that was a completely fake story. So that's hilarious. Like complete. Yeah. Like he was like full on. Uh, but he did it not when she was on the program, like after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. cool. Mates for a cool radio show. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. So 
the mud dogs are on this big winning streak. He's still seeing Vicky behind his mama's back. And uh, Vicky ends Mama's up... Mama's a bad boy now. Yeah. Uh, Vicky ends up sneaking back with him to uh, his house. And then they almost have sex. But he has, like, an issue where he gets really scared that his mama's going to wake up. Also, he's never seen titties before. And he's never been kissed before. The guy is in a crisis. He's very embarrassed. And she says something that I didn't agree with, where she tells him that she's not, that he's not a real man. Mm, and it's like, yeah. mm, Vicky, no. <laughs> well, okay, but, like, there was also that part where he showed her the, um, the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Eskimo was, water. Oh, yeah, which, um... Um, <clears throat> blessed by... Uh, 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 yeah. An, an Eskimo medicine man. Amazing um, so, that the magical person of color is in this movie without being in this movie. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna say this. Uh, we don't use that word because that is not the proper word. It's Inuit. That's mm-hmm. the proper terminology. Um, and I don't think that's how that works. No, but... <laughs> plot device. It's basically like, what's the word? The MacGuffin? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's the word. Uh, so, anyway, she leaves and she's upset with him. So, I have to say, though, that was a cute rainbow top that she had. For real. I Also, this movie was definitely peak 90s crop top. Oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> Crop tops everywhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, the entire time, though, I was just like, I was like, oh, man. Like, that's that's how we all dressed. Like, that with the baggy pants. And, like, I mean, she, she dressed like she was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, Which, um, it's a 90s movie. Well, exactly. And, and, yeah, she showed her tits. Which you didn't see because this movie's PG-13. Exactly. Uh, so this is uh, the next part is when they're having the um, the big game, and this is the part where the coach is like, Gatorade's better than water. <laughs> Gatorade, H two O. Gatorade, H two O. Water sucks. It really, 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 really sucks. sucks. The water sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so and then um, they win. Yeah. So they win and they They're earn a trip to, to the, the Bourbon Bowl, which is on New Year's Day to face the Cougars and the old team that he had worked for. Yes. And unfortunately, the coach Red ends up coming up to this rally that they're having, um, and shows <laughs> that Bobby was going to be kicked off the team by the NCAA because he was homeschooled and he didn't, you know, he never went to this high school that's listed on his transcripts. And uh, so the whole entire, like, rally, they they stop supporting him because oh, he's a liar and a cheater. Vicky ends up going to, to jail because she puts a knife to uh, knock off Stone Cold Steve Austin's throat. Oh my god, he did look like him. <laughs> That's all I could think. Knock off yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> That's actually what he looked like. Um, but yeah, so she ends up, yeah, going to jail, and then everybody, you know, turns against him um, and thinking he's a liar and a cheater, and uh, Rob Schneider's as the townie is like, you can do it. Let's cut his head off. Let's cut his fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. You're like, the only F word that they used in the whole movie. Gotta keep that PG-13 rating. Oh, shit. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that used to be the rule of thumb. You could only say the F word once and you, it, it would keep it PG-13. Mm. Uh, yeah. I learned that from a movie called Be Cool, which was a sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah. Because they're all sitting in the car and... Uh, did you, and they're talking about the movie industry, and the one guy's like, did you know you can only say the F word once in a movie? Because if you say it twice, they'll make it rated R. And you know what I say to that? Fuck that. And it's a PG-13 movie, and that's the only time they say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... I don't remember anything else about that movie, but I remember that scene because it made me laugh. <laughs> that's, uh, I didn't know that. Yep. 
Okay, so yeah, um, because of this, he has to go and get his GED, or yep. like you know, to convince that he in can order still to play. play college football. Yeah, and he passes. Yeah, uh, and then it also there's like this side plot because um, Coach fun- Klein mm-hmm. had uh, once been an assistant coach. At the University of Louisiana with the other, like, bad coach. But he stole his green book um, because he, like, wrote down, you know, all Really good stuff. plays. Yeah, really good plays that he's been using for, you know, how many years. And this experience drove Klein to have a mental breakdown and make him have, like, writer's block. Yeah, also dressing in women's clothing was part of his mental breakdown. Yuck, gross, no. Uh, Like that part where he's talking on the phone to his grandmother, but then it pans down and he's not talking to anybody and he's wearing heels. What was that? Yeah. That wasn't funny. And like, even in context, I still don't understand why they went with that. Ha ha, funny man in heels. I don't get it. Like cross-dressing... Men are not allowed to wear women's clothes. Like, That's funny. <laughs> Drag. Yeah, like, clean work. Ugh. Sorry, I'm yeah, so it's, sorry. It's I'm fine. Kidding. It's 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 just like one of those weird bits of humor that didn't age well. Like that's one of the parts I winced at. Doesn't yeah, it, doesn't have it didn't happen that often. Surprisingly, for a movie that came out in '98, but that was one of the ones where I was like, oof. Or where they use the R word, which I'm not going to repeat. Yeah. 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 But again, that was part of the vernacular until about five or ten years ago. Well, I mean, people didn't use, you know, the other F word. Yeah, thankfully. Like, I mean, they they used it. And, and there's also, like, a lot of, like, uh, jokes that are very subtle that are, like, implying, like, uh... Oh, he wants to kiss you. Looks like he's yeah, gonna make like, out with you, man. Well, exactly, like homoerotica, like sort of thing, yeah. right? Like, there's that one part where, um, Buddy says, "I love you," or Bobby says, "I love you," and the other guy's like, "I love you too," and I guess like that that that's the joke. It's a guy saying "I love you" to another guy. That can't happen. Ugh. Gay. I think uh, it perfectly encapsulates, like, which is funny because you don't get this kind of nuance from a, um, from a movie that has Adam Sandler in it, but it kind of perfectly encapsulates what's wrong with toxic masculinity. Yeah, you know what? Because Bobby is, Bobby is not a masculine man and he's still able to do masculine things, right? Like, he's not a very masculine figure. Mm-hmm. Whereas all of the other men around him, except for Derek, are very masculine, but also very toxic personalities yeah. until they get to know him. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. I thought it was interesting. No, uh, I, you know what? I think you're right. Don't think that was the point, but it definitely no. shows. <laughs> no, um, definitely. So, Mama ends up finding out about football and school. And he goes off on her. He goes, I like school and I like football and I like Vicky Bell in court. So she pretends to nearly die and gets put in the hospital. You know, as you do when your son decides to grow up and be his own person. Yeah, at the age of 32. Oh, that's also the part where he slams out the door and he's like, and by the way, alligators are ornery because of their medulla oblongata. There was also the part where he's like, I like Vicky Valancourt and she showed me her boobies and I like them too. (laughs) And you're like, good for you, man. Good for you. Boobs are nice. Boobs are nice. Um, So... Mama pretends to be sick, and Bobby is like, okay, I quit football even though I passed my exam with a 97. Um, and she, uh, sorry, my computer just kind of froze for a second. Uh, 
I know, we're having some technical difficulties today. So, uh, Vicky gathers up all the townsfolk, and they're like, Bobby, we love you, we're sorry we're, we abandoned you in your time of need. And Bobby goes, well, I appreciate that, but my mama's real sick. Well, the mama hears everything, right? So the Yeah, next- and I mean, here's her son struggling to ignore his call. Like, he's ignoring his calling. And, and, and for she, her. Yeah, for her. And then she ends her fake illness and then ends up telling him the truth. About that, his daddy. Yeah, that his dad was never in the Peace Corps and, in fact, abandoned her while she was four months pregnant with Bobby to have an affair with a voodoo woman priestess named from New Phyllis. Orleans named Phyllis. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, Bobby's like, oh, thank you, Mama. So the Mama decides to, you know, embrace her son and his independence and realizes she's not losing him, even if, you know, she lets him live his life. So he and Vicky um, and his Mama all race to the big bourbon bowl that's happening where the mud dogs are just getting trashed. And... Then there's the big football thing, and one of the funny parts of this football stuff was where we get to see that it's not just Bobby that has to visualize things in order to be successful. Like, Coach Klein visualizes Coach Red as a puppy to get over his anxiety, and And Derek... Yeah. And then we have Derek, who is a young black man who visualizes the football as a fucking KKK person. I mean. And then he kicks the shit out of the KKK person's face. If it helps. If it helps. Man, you know what? I wish that, uh, well, not really wish, but like... I wish we would go back to the days where, like, you know, people in the KKK or, like, you know, actual Nazis were, were the like, butts of the vi- joke. Yeah, we're butts of the joke. Instead we're villains. Of, instead of being called some fine people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, like, so- I mean, come on, Jerry Springer, like, that was entertainment and jokes, and they were considered to be bad people. And now that's, like, not a thing anymore. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's like... Oof. Everything everything feels like it's 40 years ago for some reason. Like, a lot of shit going on in the world is very early 90s, but also late uh, late 60s, early 70s. And I don't like it. Um, that was you know, 50 years ago. When we talk about how... Yeah, when we talk about, like, how cool it would be to be, like, part of the protesting and, uh, you know, like, God, it must have been an interesting time to have lived in that in that space. And it's, like, not like this. I, I, I don't want to relive the same shit that my grandparents had to go through, like, but I am. A lot of, a lot of our generation are having to deal with that same shit. Well, that's so. the thing. The time is now. Now is the time, and, like, you say, yeah, like, back then they had to fight for stuff, but, like... We're still, we're still there. We're still fighting that. We are still fighting. It's just slightly different now, and, like, the, not war, but, like, it's not... Here's the the thing. The fight is not done. Here's the thing. If you're looking at the world around you, and you're not participating... And fighting for the rights of others, then you're doing exactly what other people did in the 60s during the civil rights movement. What you're doing now is what you would have done then, even though you can retroactively say, oh, I would have done this. this, I would have been part of this. I wouldn't have been racist. Sorry, if you're not doing anything now, then you probably would have not have done anything back then. I mean, Martin Luther... Mar- and my oh sorry well martin luther king jr said that it wasn't the the racist that was the issue it was the middleman that didn't want to do anything right and this episode's going to come out around the same time as martin luther king jr day so i feel like that's worth noting so 
Uh, and the other thing, like, I want to mention is uh, because somebody said this to me, uh, a close relative of mine who was like, well, you know what? I like, I, I just want to deal with like my own stuff. I only care about, you know, my family and like the here and now and whatever. Yeah, but that's like, your privilege. Here, that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's your privilege with being a white person that you can just plead ignorance. But there's a lot of people that can't do that. And yeah. if you won't fight for them, then why bother? Like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Uh, like, w- just lie down on the ground and die, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like, if you're going to be passive about this shit, then you're not helping. You know, also those, oh, it's the same on both sides. Fuck off. Fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, Eat you're probably not die. centrist. <laughs> so, oh, so just sorry. fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, Derek kicks KKK hat in the head. Uh, and then uh, Coach Klein does this weird play where it ends up working. Mud Dogs win victory for all. Then Bobby and Vicky get married. Bobby's dad shows up because he's going to be rich. And then we see Mama tackle Bobby's daddy. Yeah. And that's so. when everybody, you know, cheers and the fucking townie guy, Rob, Sh- Rob Schneider, is like, you can do it. You can do it all night long. And it's like, ew, okay, gross. Like, calm the fuck down. We get it. It's their fucking wedding day. Of course they're going to go and have sex. Like, what? Is this the fucking 18th century where everybody has to go to the bed and watch them consummate their marriage? Like, what the fuck? Yuck. Anyways. So, uh, that's the movie. That's it. Yep. That's the movie. That's uh, the movie. Now I have some trivia. Uh, so Henry Winkler was role as Coach Klein came about after he was mentioned in Adam Sandler's huge hit, The Hanukkah Song, where Sandler sang about various Jewish or half-Jewish entertainers. Sandler said correctly that the actor who played Arthur Fonzi Fonzarelli on Happy Days is Jewish, and Winkler was so thrilled by the reference that he contacted Sandler to tell him so. Sandler then decided to ask Winkler if he would read the script for the coach's role and then say if he wanted the part. Winkler wanted the part and signed on to the film. That's pretty cool. Like, I like how Henry Winkler's like, ah, oh, man, I like that you mentioned me in this song. And then Adam Sandler's like, dude, I'm a big fan. Do you want to be in my movie? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, uh- so this film is the highest grossing sports comedy of all time. Uh, well, the second highest grossing sports comedy of all time is The Longest Yard, which is also an Adam Sandler movie. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, yep. It's also the... It was the highest grossing football movie of all time before The Blind Side beat it. Uh, Kathy, B- Kathy Bates was in both of those movies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, Also, when this film was released in November of 98, it was preceded by the trailer for the first Star Wars prequel, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. And many Star Wars fans who were not Adam Sandler fans paid full admission in order to see that trailer, and then they left the theater. Really? And I think that's funny to me because when I started getting into movies and pop culture, uh, YouTube maybe wasn't necessarily a thing, but videos on the internet were. Mm -hmm. So you could find, like, trailers and stuff like that already. Or, so it was just funny to me. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it was just funny to me that people were like, yeah, I'm going to pay $8 to go watch one two-minute trailer. I mean, like... shitty prequel series. But that's, that's what people had to do back... At, like, we didn't have YouTube in 1999 no. or nineteen. You, you either had to wait and watch the preview in theater or wait till it was on VCR tape and then watch mm. the previews and hope it was there. Yeah. Uh 
coming soon to theaters near Near you. you. (laughs) The Uh, movie trailer. Yep. Uh, So the inspiration for this movie, which I mentioned at the top of the podcast, is a combination of Adam Sandler's songs, The Lonesome Kicker, Canteen Boy, and The Cajun Man, which were all sketches from Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. And I got one more. So that climactic bourbon bowl scene was filmed at the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida. Florida. However, the flyover shown in the film is actually of williams Bryce Stadium at the University of South Carolina, home of my team, who aren't that great, but I don't care. I still love them. The Gamecocks. Go Cocks! Um, so I've got a little bit of trivia, too, Go that for I it. found interesting. Um, so the South Central Mud Dog Stadium is actually the uh, DeLand High School uh, football field in DeLand, Florida. The school agreed to let the director use the field if he paid for the stadium to be refurbished after filming. That's so cool. Which uh, which he did, I assume. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. So, um, and then also... Uh, I've got it here. Oh, okay. The Offspring's song, Original Prankster, which came out in 2000, prominently featured a sample of Rob Schneider's character, the townie, from the Waterboy, uttering the line, you can do it. Nice. Which I have seen the Offspring in concert. Very nice. That's, I just wanted to brag about that. Uh, so... Let's talk about those tests. Okay. Um, I, I have a feeling that they did not. Yeah. Uh, if you... Okay, let's... let's. God damn it. What? Somebody keeps messaging... Somebody keeps messaging me. Oh, God. This is a professional podcast. <clears throat> Super professional. <laughs> I'm, yeah. a professional. I'm a professional. Uh, do I really have to go through all of them? Because... It doesn't pass any of the ones that we do. <laughs> not at not at all. Not at all. Not even when. Because uh, isn't there the part where? Um... Oh no, they're talking about Bobby. They're talking about Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime there's two women alone on screen, they're talking about Bobby, and their motivation is centered around Bobby. I so. do want to say the one thing uh, that I appreciated from this uh, movie was the part where. They were talking to um, Vicky when she's uh, talking about, like, how the mud dogs are going to win, right? And she, Mm -hmm. like, makes her prediction. And she's like, that's how it's going to happen. In the background is Kathy Bates dancing, (laughs) like, on the screen. And it, it really... It was, like, kind of one of those moments that it was like, oh, that is such a genuine, like, little tiny... Treat. Like, treat that like didn't have to be there but like made it so much better i and i will say this movie is enjoyable to watch like i yeah. i i didn't feel any kind of yikes watching it i found it funnier than happy gilmore i felt like it had aged pretty well except for a few spots you know it, it's yeah. it's a decent adam sandler movie like this was definitely peak Adam Sandler. And because of the success of this movie, he was able to put a bigger budget into uh, Big Daddy, which was his next big release. And Big Daddy uh, is one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies, if not my favorite Adam Sandler movie, because it's got a lot of heart to it. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was thought that was pretty cool. Uh, So, yeah, it doesn't pass any of the tests. It's not feminist at all. But I do think that it's an enjoyable watch. I mean, it's like it's definitely like lowbrow comedy for sure but like as you know this was a movie that i enjoyed watching uh when i was much younger uh with my family and like to this day like it it just brings back all those like good memories of like you know being just really funny to yeah me, right so um i like i hate adam sandler movies but like i like this adam sandler movie and I like trash movies, okay? I kind of like his <laughs> movies. Like, his early movies, I kind of like them. And yeah. I like this one still. 
Yeah. And I feel bad for it. Okay, you, I'm a you bad feminist. You shouldn't feel bad for it. People are allowed to enjoy things, even if there's problematic shit within them. I think the whole entire Harry Potter fandom can attest to that. <laughs> I mean... Just saying. Um, just, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for this. Uh, we're not doing any more specifically Adam Sandler movies. The last movie of the month that we're going to do is The House Bunny. So... Uh, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. It's got Emma Stone, Kat Dennings. Yeah, the reason why I wanted to do that movie was because it is like a Happy Madison movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like the only one that's predominantly woman. Like yeah. women are in it, right? Yeah. So. And I can only imagine how it's going to turn out because I think their entire motivation was getting uh, dates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I think I've watched this kind of recently, like in the last year. And yeah, it's not. But it doesn't matter. We're still going to do it. We're going to wrap it up. And then we're going to be doing, I think um, for the entire month of February, we're doing uh, Black Female Directors. So that's going to be fun. Um, can't wait to do that. Uh, I think that's it. Ashley, do you have anything to add before we close shop? Um, yeah, one more thing. So when Bobby uh, and like Mama and Vicky are at the barbecue, Mama says before leaving, you come inside before that little old witch cast a spell on you. Um, she's played a witch in twice craft. in the craft, and then she was also the worst witch as Mildred Hubble. Okay, you guys, real talk. That is yeah. on YouTube. It's an hour long, and it has Tim Curry. Oh my god! Please watch it. Please. <laughs> it's so great. Like it's the worst kind of movie. It's so dumb. Also, it has um the lady that plays Elena Tyrell in it. She's in it too. She plays. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out. It's on YouTube. The quality is not that great, but it's it's so funny. You and so cheesy and it's kid-friendly plus Tim Curry. So just plus uh, Tim Curry. <laughs> just that's my selling point, Tim Curry. All right. Uh so that's it. Hope you guys have a fantastic week and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye.